What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Man, and this is the weekday drop. Listen, we are on the final week of October, and I'm not going to be in here too long, but I'm going to be in here just for a good time. So listen up. Before we jump right into a bunch of stuff I want to speak about, be sure to follow me everywhere. Master23Mind, TikTok, Twitch, IG, Mastermind RGTV on IG and on YouTube. Shout out to the YouTube world and YouTube. Be sure to check out the podcast Real Gamer on all podcast platforms. So let's jump right into it. Um, It's a couple stuff, man. The MacBook. Let's talk about this Splinter Cell. So apparently Ubisoft is in the middle of working on a new Splinter Cell. Now, remind y'all that Splinter Cell is kind of like Metagas side a little, a little bit. Now we're seeing a season of this is a great season for stealth games. And when you speak of stealth games, you have to throw Splinter Cell in the mix. I can see a really good Splinter Cell, you know, up to date PS5 graphics, next generation graphics. Give me the ability to lay on the floor, do stealthy things like Assassin's Creed. Add Assassin's Creed elements in it. You know what I'm saying? Give us a more like sandbox world, light metal good solid, secret side ops missions, maybe bring some stuff from um what's the other game they make? Wildlands, bring some characters in from there, or like cross missions like you did before, how they brought Splinter Cell onto that game. You can bring these guys from this game from Wildlands to Splinter Cell. You can do little special ops missions like that. Um, a little secret, like, you know what I'm saying? Like some really stealth op stuff, a little bit like Hitman, a little bit. Really go into deep of like giving us the old Splinter Cell vibe, but giving us a new next generation, really stealthy Splinter Cell vibe. So I'm really pumped for it. I'm hoping they don't drop the ball with it. Ubisoft with Assassin's Creed has a lot of bugs in it. So I'm hoping that this game be on a really big like uphill run with no bugs release patch first drop patch ready to go you know what i'm saying if they give us dlcs two those take your time with the game if you got to release the game push it like a pushback we don't know when the game is dropping but we do know that they're working on another splinter cell whatever you do take your time with the game i'm just hoping it's gonna be a good game i'm pretty sure it is Moving on, man. Let's jump right into it and talk about this new MacBook that Apple is releasing. So, with these new MacBooks, they're using the Apple is making their own chips. So, that's a good thing because, yo, you got Apple working on the software and their own chip. These chips in this new MacBook pretty freaking cool and on some next gen stuff I'm not going to go too deep into the tech end of it but on the gaming end what's so cool about it is let me just go ahead and just read off a couple of these stats now these stats are still kind of in the wild right now you know what I'm saying they're still testing out some stuff because they're not released to the public as of yet as of this podcast as yet but by the time you hear this the new MacBook will be out. So, 
I'll just uh, read through a couple stats. So listen, man, the M1 Max 32 cores equaling up to 10.4 teraflops. Now, the whole thing about the whole teraflops, right when you hear teraflops, you think of gaming. So with the Sony PS5, which maxes out at 10.2, uh, 10.28 teraflops. That's right. The new MacBook is just as powerful as the PS5. Now, like I said, I'm not going to go too deep in on the tech end of it, but on the gaming end, why is that so important? Apple don't, the problem is, Apple don't have any games. Apple don't have any AAA title games. So you can compare it to next generation console all you want to. But if Apple can produce a AAA title game, mm, that's a different story. Two, Apple is also working on a new headset. Remember, they're working on some VR tech. Hmm. Three, remember, you can play apps, run apps on these new MacBooks. Hmm. If you got Nintendo dropping games like Mario and Pokemon, on the mobile devices on iOS first imagine playing these games and if it's a smooth transitioning to where you can run on the apps directly on the laptop smooth transitioning yo listen they might not yeah they don't have a AAA title game like Playstation or Xbox or Nintendo but they're already kind of plugged in with Nintendo on Mario and Pokemon to the Apple Arcade not so bad you can just play it you know with the Apple TV with the Apple TV remote bada beam bada boom I say all this stuff with Apple is because Apple is definitely making their way in they're not not want even say making their way in the gaming Apple's in the gaming division people Let's just get this. Just clear that up and just say that. Okay, they are a solidified gaming comp- competition right now. Because if the new MacBook can be compared up to the PlayStation 5, that's a threat. The reason it's a threat is those things I just named. I'll take the video back, kind of give it a little, a little thought through. I'll kind of go on my Nintendo rant for just a second because why I touch on Nintendo is because Nintendo, you remember Mario Run that came out on the iOS? Let's just say, I think if Nintendo was smart enough, if the new MacBook can be compared to a next generation console, wouldn't it be smart for Nintendo to say, hey, look, Apple, let's work together. We'll bring out, I'm talking about 2024, on down the line. This is just a theory, maybe a thought. Hey, Apple, let's work together. We'll drop one of another exclusive games. We know we, we know for a fact Nintendo's not afraid to do it because we got Mario Run. Mario is a number one you think of Mario, you think of Nintendo. You think of Nintendo, you think of Mario. That's their first love. 
you, you know they're not afraid to do it. We got Pokemon over here on iOS. They're not afraid to do it. So thinking of another Nintendo character going playing on this high-powered uh, MacBook and not even the fact that it's more powerful than or in the next generation of power, not even just the fact of that, but just the mere fact that we're getting a redesigned MacBook with the HDMI port also finally, finally, and ports and everything is coming back. The display looks very good, and the GPUs in it is like, whoa, whoa, that, that's great. And great inno- innovation and, and great transitioning over to apps. Perfect opportunity for Nintendo to slide in because they don't have a console that's just as powerful as next gen. So if they needed to enhance some type of Nintendo game, the perfect place would be a MacBook. Why Nintendo wouldn't work with Apple to just come out with a, we're just testing out a game. We're just working with Apple to test out a game. Uh, to show you all how a new Nintendo game would look on a MacBook Pro. I say Nintendo should meet up with Apple and make some things happen. I don't see that not being possible. That's a possible ability. That's something that maybe can happen. Like I just said, we've seen it with Mario and Pokemon. There's other examples, I'm sure, but those are the first two to come to mind. So with that being said, it's a good day in technology and gaming world. So, man, you know, the M1 Max 24 cores, uh, 7.8 teraflops. M1 Pro 16 cores, 5.2 teraflops. M1 Pro 14 cores, 4.4, uh, 4.5 teraflops. M1 8 cores, 2.6 teraflops. Now, that's just um, a whole bunch of teraflops teraflopping going on but <laughs> these new chips that apple is making to put in these new macbooks are going to be lovely and for them also for the mere fact that remember you have the whole um what's the little the the program where you can work with the movies and stuff i can't think of it off the top of my head right now but you could work with the movies and stuff even in the new iphones to where they have the cinematic mode that's basically you know what i'm saying it's easy to like you can pick up what you're doing on your iphone right here on the macbook using that same cinematic mode it's pretty dope apple got some new stuff that's coming down the pipe and not just software wise but hardware wise too when you give us the best of both worlds and something revolutionary like that this tech is pretty cool that's inside of these boxes moving on man because i'm pretty pumped by them but i'm like oh no apple no we don't need another competitor in the gaming market but they kind of already been there but it's kind of like i kind of forgot about apple arcade i kind of forgot about those guys i kind of forgot how well mario run did back in the day kind of forgot that pokemon go was the first came out on, on ios first anyways moving on y'all see my my theory going down this rabbit hole here with Nintendo and Apple thinking to be something really great uh, moving on here uh, <laughs> let's talk about this Call of Duty man I got some notes right here I want to talk about this Call of Duty um, so according to uh, let me see where I get this from like, oh, a bunch of stuff on Twitter follow me on Twitter Master 2 by the way um, according to GameSpot man 
Vanguard PlayStation DLC won't come out for Xbox and PC until November the twenty uh, November twenty twenty two. That's not good. I don't have an Xbox. I'm not a PC gamer. Sony and Nintendo, but I will say as a gamer, that's not cool, man. I really wish they would just drop the D, like keep it a week. Like, give it to us a week ahead, and then, nah, nah, y'all don't get the DLC until a week later. A week. But a whole year? Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. They won't be getting the PlayStation DLC until November 2022. That's when another Call of Duty is going to come out. So... You gotta ask yourself when you're on the, when you're playing the Call of Duty. You know the menu when you first turn Call of Duty on. They got the menu set up to where they got Vanguard, um, Cold War, and I think Modern Warfare is on there, and they got Warzone mode. So my my thing is, are they gonna make this like? Are they gonna make that menu? Are they thinking about making that menu just an all-in-one spot? to where you can play all of these Call of Duties because if Vanguard Zombies is tied to Cold War Zombies, it makes a lot of sense for those two games to be on there. And plus the Warzone mode, you don't necessarily, you know what I'm saying? That's a different mode on its own. So it makes sense to have it like an all-in-one menu. I can see them doing that. So the question is, they're going to still be releasing content and still be heavily supporting Vanguard into 2022. So what about the next Call of Duty that comes out? Will they put that in a cycle to where Xbox get the next gaming content or the next Call of Duty DLCs um, 20 early and then PlayStation get the next Call of Duty DLCs? We have to wait like a year. Hopefully not. Usually, I know I was reading stuff online, man, and supposedly the Vanguard deal is supposed to went to Xbox. At least that's how it normally shapes out. To where Xbox get a deal with Call of Duty, to where they get the DLCs and stuff early. PlayStation get them early the next year or the next Call of Duty or the next one after that one, so on, so on. But for the last three Call of Duties, PlayStation been getting the hands up on it first. So for them to do this a whole year, I'm like, wow, that, that's not right. And I don't have an Xbox or PC. I still feel feel for them as a gamer. I think PlayStation, I mean, I think um, Call of Duty should change that. I really think they should... Um, make it at least a week not a whole year but it gives me the idea to where i think they may just be you know keeping the live support and keeping people in trying to play these games even after new call of duties come out because i can see them still supporting cold war up until 2022 like they're supporting it now a little bit i mean you know a little bit i would say cold war is still going to be popular uh even next year doing vanguard 
in the prime of Vanguard. I see the prime of Vanguard is going to be around April or May. That's going to be the prime area for it. And it's going to probably get a lot of a lot of plays. And that's when people are going to really jump into it. It should be really pumped up and hype. Everybody didn't seen it. Right round in, that's a good juicy moment for it. Around that juicy moment, I think Cold War is still going to be getting played. So with that being said, 2022, after that, you feel what I'm saying? They're still going to be supporting these old Call of Duty games like Cold War, Vanguard, and the next Call of Duty, So and so on and so on. So I don't know, man. I, I hope they change that, but they may be on to something. Moving on. Uh, Something else I wanted to come up here and speak about. Let me touch on the Netflix gaming thing for a second. I touched on this on the last episode before. That's right. Uh, Xbox, I mean, uh, Netflix is really, really getting into gaming. I'm telling y'all, man, gaming is one of the places to where it's been, pop- it's, it's been popping. It's been hot for a long time. And for those that's just coming in, um, it's been hot for a long time. So... For the mere fact Netflix is getting to gaming is like one of those things where, wow, man, we already got Netflix is already doing great with this. What is this new series? They got the Squid Game or whatever. They're doing great with that. That show is doing numbers. So I can see them like if a game, if Netflix got all these eyes on it, billion of users or whatnot, and allowing all. The, just the database of users that's on Netflix tapping them into a game right from their sitting on their couch and you can just like that is just like whoa that's like that's pretty cool especially if Netflix now if Netflix dropped like a Netflix controller like an actual gaming controller to somehow with a scream on it, a little bit, ooh, this would be a perfect design. Kind of like how the PlayStation controller is, but sit it to where there's a screen on the controller, log into your Netflix account, and boom, your Netflix account, you're connected to it, and the controller is Bluetooth connected to your television or whatnot and you're able to swipe through like you swipe through the movies or whatnot going to your next movie on your remote but with the controller you tap into the games on netflix kind of like stadia a little bit if they can get this thing down packed yo that may be they may be on to something now the games that's going to be on netflix is like there are probably going to be some trash games. But the thing is, if companies like Apple, Netflix, and Amazon is already into gaming, get into gaming or whatnot. So, yeah, we can add them on the list. We'll, we'll say all this over. Apple, Netflix, Amazon, if these guys, and Google Stadium, if these guys can get a bona fide AAA title game character history we love this character we love this story 
We love this game because of this character and the story. We love this game. We love AAA title games because of things like the story, the character, and so on and so on. If they can get those key principles down in a game, oh man, that changes the dynamic of the gaming universe. Because right now, the juggernauts we see on top is Microsoft, Sony, which is PlayStation, Xbox, and of course, Nintendo. A lot of times, you only mention Xbox and PlayStation. People are like, hey, don't forget Nintendo. Oh, yeah, Nintendo. You know? So, that changes everything when you think of companies like Netflix, Google Stadia, Apple Arcade, and the whole uh, Amazon console that's supposed to be dropping. Like, that changes everything. But that's only me in the future thinking because right now, they don't have any games. They don't have any characters. They don't have any AAA title games. Games. So, moving on because Anchor is going to cut me short real soon. Elder of a Ring. Elder Rings is pushed back. That's being delayed to February. Listen. That was a really gorgeous game. I'm not an Xbox person, but if I had an Xbox, just know that would be a game I'll get. It's not a bad game. Um, something else that was pretty cool, um, shout out to Push Push Square. Um, shout out to Push Square. Gave them a couple of retweets on Twitter, but they had an article that I was reading. It was about the PlayStation app beta let users share their screenshots and video capture. The cool thing about that is... That's good for content creators like myself and everyone else here in the gaming community and the content creation gaming community, which is all still one. But the cool thing about it is, hey, you're here on the PlayStation app and boom, you can basically capture your uh, your, your, your screenshots from your games and your video content and you're playing your game or whatnot. It stays up in the cloud for about 14, uh, 7 to 14 days. I don't have a full article pulled up. But uh, it stays into the cloud for, for a short period of time. And you can, you know, edit it, put it out there. That's freaking cool. It's a beta right now. Hopefully PlayStation, you know, clearly they're just kind of testing around the waters, trying new things. I hope they make that thing final and come out with it. I think that was really about all I wanted to come in here and speak about. But I was really, really pumped about that MacBook, man. Oh, and we're getting the Xbox refrigerator. You know, the big Xbox black green refrigerator that was trending, oh, excuse me, that was trending very well on Twitter. We're getting that real life Xbox refrigerator. And Back for Blood is doing very well. And there is a Back for Blood Xbox that looks really creepy and um, pretty horrifying. But really cool. I definitely take one. It was something else that I wanted. To, oh, that's what it was. It's crazy. The Call of Duty Halloween special they got. This whole new Halloween special update they got dropping is like okay. Let's see. Let's see. I actually be playing a quick game of Call of Duty tonight, right after this podcast. But they got the screen mask guy on there. Um. They got pumpkin heads on zombie outbreak uh, and a bunch of other stuff I was reading. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's, let's, I want to shoot a couple pumpkins. Let's see how this works out. 
and uh, the Scream guy is on there now. I've seen that they had like the knife that was on the Scream movie, or um, they also had uh, a couple other scary weapons that they probably like a pumpkin shotgun or something. Yeah, they got a pumpkin orange shotgun. That would be really dope. But y'all stay tuned for more, man. I gotta go, man. We gotta play a little bit of this now that I think about it. But uh, we'll be back for more. This is the weekday drop. The last week of October, if something else happened that's just really need to come in here and talk about, like the whole EA thing, EA and 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 the soccer game, like FIFA, y'all fighting over because of the name? EA, screw those guys, kick those guys like the ball and move on because you got other hits up under your belt. That's all I'm going to say on that topic. But topics like that, you know, in gaming, I'll be here to touch on it. Follow me on uh, the gaming page, Mastermind RGTV, and uh, I'll be back for more folks. Game on. Follow me at YouTube, Mastermind RGTV, and the podcast everywhere, Real Gamer. You see it in the background, YouTube. Oh, shout out to my emojis in the background, too. Love the emojis. But uh, y'all game on, man, and stay blessed. And shout out to the new followers and the new viewers on all the streaming platforms. And we are out. See you, YouTube world. Okay, Anchor. Peace.